Hello and welcome to the Double A Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Ans. And this is episode 17. The unthinkable happened and it finally, finally happened. So, Liverpool got beat. Right, moving on next. <laughs> <coughs> uh, did you watch, you did watch the game? You were I've just it. watched the highlights literally an hour ago. What was the thing? For the first half, we had a few chances there, and then Lalan. I think it would have been a completely different game if that had gone in when Lalan hit the post. But yeah, 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 yeah. But Lovren's just shocking, isn't he? From what I saw, when when the first goal where it comes over the people's head, he's too busy concentrating on trying to keep this player on the ground. Got his arms around the player instead of jumping and clearing the ball, mm. and the ball drops into Saar Then, doesn't it? But I don't think it was just it. No, I think the whole team. Had nothing. Do you know what I mean? There's, it wasn't just love, and it was it was everyone. So like every shot pass, like I got Arnold give to their player. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And ultimately, you got to look at it and you've got to say, what was it? Was it 25, 25 out of five winning games, and what forty four one games records speak for themselves. Most points per game won. Uh, in terms of unbeaten, unbeaten runs it's just incredible it just shows you how big we are though because everyone's buzzing off us getting beat yeah yeah, yeah 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 all the Arsenal fans banging on about us getting beat and we're at what still 22 points ahead of the, of the second place and they're all like ah you're not going unbeaten like, you got knocked out by a load of Polish bin men in the Europa League and they're yeah. still banging on about us it's, it's uh, I didn't realize how good that uh, how because there was, I, I wish I wanted to go unbeaten. I didn't think, I thought that oh, it is what it I is. I was gutted, but I got over it quite quickly, probably because I was drinking. Really, really gutted. But Perfect. it was like, do you know what? It's just, it's, and delay's inevitable, doesn't it really? It's good because it, it, you got to look at the positives, do you know what I mean? It's a bit of a kick up the arse. Yeah, it gives us something to, to, to not worry about. Um, Sam Allardyce made me laugh. You can't have a coat and you put um, I think Liverpool should go out and buy big because historically when you've looked at any team that doesn't buy big they start falling quickly and that's the problem. We've lost one game. Is that what he said? Yeah. One game. Fucking hell. One game <coughs> in the all Premier season. League all season. And people are saying we need to go buy big buy over Who have we got next? Um, well Chelsea isn't there next week for the, the cup. Uh, cup. Oh this week I should say sorry and then Bournemouth after that. Chelsea tomorrow. Yeah. But he should have a young team. But yeah, you would have thought he'd play someone just to get covered. Just Milner's starting, isn't he? And Gomez was starting against Chelsea. So the, the, the missing link out of all this is Henderson. Yeah, it does show, doesn't it? Like he's not played the last two. He struggled against West Ham. Quite, we just got over the line, but we struggled and we didn't do anything against Watford. Watford. Yeah, but. I think if anything it's just the manner of the defeat a 3-0 against Potts 3-0 that's, that's the thing isn't it? if it was a 1-0 you're like alright fair enough yeah or if it was Everton you'd be like you know what yeah but second to bottom 3-0 and Klopp will look inside and he'll see as to why, why it happened what's going on I think it's something like out of the last five Liverpool games that we'd lost Lovren had started four <laughs> do you see um, Saar was the first person since March 2018 to score a brace against Liverpool <laughs> and if he'd have scored a hat-trick he'd have been the first person in 10 years to score a hat-trick against Liverpool uh, it just shows you all these records it goes on and on doesn't it? and it's more and more and there's still more to, more to break and there's nothing really that can be done at the moment for Liverpool's he's just got to pick them up and, and I think 
a lot of them are going to have a shock now. So that that, in my opinion, that's going to spare them on. Like, do you know Hopefully. what? Van Dyke was fuming at the end, seeing him. He wasn't happy. Allison was gutted when the second one went in. I think I think that's it. They're going to be like that. Right, this is it now, boys. We've 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 finally lost the fucking the monkeys off our back now. We've lost the game. So fucking what? We've got four more games to win. To, to win the league let's just go out and do it now as quick as we can mm-hmm. you know what everyone else is doing if City slip up they slip up if they don't they don't we've still got to win four that's it don't give a shit when or where just get them them four wins in the bag and of course that now means if they win four in a row and City continue to win four uh, as they're playing we would end up winning the league at the Etihad it does yeah where would you want to win the league well Goodison would you yeah I don't know I don't know I'm feeling <clears throat> I don't, genuinely don't think it matters. Surely the best place to win it is at your own place. I know that would hang over like uh, some fans' head, but ultimately, when all said and done, the best place to win is at your house, isn't it? Most people will see it. You have the most amount of fun. Yeah, I suppose. I don't yeah. think it matters if you win against Everton, if you win against the Villa, if you win against City. It's the fact, the fact that you win in it, full stop, for mm. me, is like a, As long as we win it, we'll give a shit where we win it. It just means we need to just get over the line. That's all I'm waiting for. I'm dead sceptical as a Liverpool fan in that. We always mess up. Always mess up. I think we're going to lose the next time many games. No, I, I don't think we're going to lose the next time many games, but Liverpool, that's a t- typical That Liverpool. has entered my head, to be fair. I'm like, do you know what? We could just fall apart now. No, I think it's one. We just need to be cautious. Yeah, I just don't like it. I don't know. It's just scary, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's because we don't know what the feet feels like. We haven't been in this position. It's yeah, like yeah. First yeah. time we've been lost in the Premier League in like two years or a year and a half, isn't it? From that. Yeah, it's just what, 44 games, was it? Something ridiculous. Equaled the most amount of consecutive wins in 18. That's a kick of that. Equaled it and didn't beat it. And I have Watford as well. It's just sad. Making me depressed here, kid. Well, let's, let's not talk about it anymore because it's. Yeah. So you've, you've had your fun now thinking about talking about the mighty Reds their first defeat the season but let's move on I don't know what else to, to move on to see um, did you watch United Everton oh ok yeah go on did you see it did I see United Everton yes you talk about the Cavalier yeah yeah the goal the offside the most ridiculous decision exactly. I think, I think uh, as a neutral I think um Starting to piss me off now. Then the hair just wanting everything and anything, running straight to the referee all the time. Now Sigerson's lying on the floor, but he's not blocking his view. He was in front of him. Yeah, but he's not blocking his view. It's yeah, but it he makes him make a decision. So if it hit, if for all that, the hair knows it's going to hit Sigerson and he has to dive the opposite way. Well, if that happens, I, he's offside, so he makes the odds. And he was offside, but it didn't hit him. It hit. Yeah, but then the rule is it. The rule is, if you're interfering with playing, if you're on the line of view. Yeah, and he was doing neither. He was lying. He was, he was interfering with playing. He was standing right in front of he him. He wasn't lying on the floor. Yeah, in front of him, right in front of him. I was going to sit on the floor then, but no one's going to see this because we've got no camera. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you if you look at the picture where he's taking the shot, yeah, Sigerson is like here on the floor, and the guy is there. Yeah, so he's not in him, and, and the gay is looking this way. You can't, can't do that because it's a podcast, and they don't. Well, oh, I'm do. just showing you. The gay is looking this way, and as he hits it, the gay is moving this way to save the ball because he's Calvert Lewin's hit it to the gay to his left, and it hits 
Maguire and then go rebounds or goes in, so he's not blocked the sign of no, he's going the right way for it. Yeah, I think the I think the arguments that they're given that the VAR are given is he's not necessarily blocking the sign on his right. Yeah, I agree with that, but the fact that he's lying down in front of him is enough for the dad to have to worry about him there for something to happen. So. You don't have to be in his view. It's just interfering with play, and the interference in the interference of play is David Hayes thought is it going to hit him and bounce to the left, or have I got to stand still? I don't know what to do. I agree. <laughs> I think it wasn't an offside, but I also see as to why. Because it. Yeah, because the first thing you think is like that person. That person is on an offside position. The offside rule back in the day was surely that's offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, when it wasn't, if you interfere in replay, that would have been offside. It, it also the fact that he actually physically has to move out the way, otherwise the ball will hit him. Surely means it's going to be interfering yeah, replay. Yeah, he moves his feet, don't he? Yeah, if he hadn't moved, it would have hit him. So therefore, he's made a move. If it had just gone past him, he'd lay there, nothing happened. Sort of understand. Yeah, well, he's not touching him. He hasn't got anywhere near him. Blah blah. blah. Mm. Bruce physically had to move his leg out of the way so that it doesn't hit him. And then David De Gea's gone. Oh, oh you know, which way is it? I don't think David De Gea got it either way, but I sort of see the the, the offside rule on, on the offside. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I'll give you that one. But it's bit of as you say, it's bit of both. It's, it's a I tough one to call. Which team it? was you won that game? To be fair, no. Do you know what I mean? So like, I've got no allegiances to be team. And uh, what about Paul Villa? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He played really so, well. I went out for something sweet and. I heard someone go, oh, 2-2, penalty. Like, what? So I looked, and he's like, oh, yes, get in. What? It was still freaking 2-1. I was like, what, what the fuck's going on here? talking to? <laughs> Where was that? Yeah, we have food in Wildad. But, but, like, the Villa played really well. Didn't get smashed or not. I put a bet on. But I would watch it. I, it went, I, I was watching the first 20 minutes, but, and then 2-0 down. I was like, but, oh, um, yeah, it's But all the teams around them won. <laughs> <laughs> so put them in the relegation oh, really? zone. Really, yeah. yeah. Wofford won. Um, Bournemouth took a point. West Ham won. <laughs> put them in the relegation zone. Yeah, West Ham won, didn't he? Because um, that Jared Bowen scored. He did. He's got the first one. Jim Bowen. <laughs> yeah, he scored the first one. I had that one before, but I was too busy playing Street Fighter with Theo. <laughs> so I had to watch uh, him get beat. What are you looking for? Nothing. Just go and get up. That was it. Um, who scored the second one for them? Hilaire, wasn't it? Hilaire, yeah. Yeah. Sebastian. Yeah. What was Newcastle scores this weekend? It wasn't the best weekend for football. No, it wasn't. And that's because we got beat as well. I'll have a look at the scores. And I, and I think I'm blaming myself for that because I didn't watch it. I've watched every game this season and I missed, and missed that one and we got beat. Um, so the Sunday was Tottenham. Ooh, Tottenham against Wolves. Yeah, everyone's calling for Mourinho's head already. Yeah, I don't understand this. So like, there was a phone in this week, and they were talking about um, Mourinho, and there was a Spurs fan. And he was, oh, sorry, just dropped my phone on the table, uh, and he was going, "Well, Wolves are going. We're not on Mourinho. We're not on Mourinho." I was like, I "Don't understand where this is coming from." I mean, Mourinho's won a trophy at every club he's been. Yeah, so. Yes. You were, if you if you've got Mourinho as a manager, you will win something. He doesn't go to clubs and not win stuff. Hmm. Whether it's a league cup or a charity shield, fair enough. But you will win something. Yeah, it's like Guardiola the same, isn't it? He's gonna win something some way. He's won seven of the last eight cups in England. Has he? Yeah. Hmm, like he's been in. What's he lost? 
don't know. It'd be an FA Cup, I think. Something like that. Can't come up with his stats, bro, and then not have the full stat. Well, stat over. Yeah, it was 0-0, Newcastle Burnley. What a boring game. Bournemouth went 2-1 up against Everton, didn't he? Took 85 minutes for... Everton? Sorry, Chelsea. Took, oh. Took 85 minutes for Chelsea to get the second. To, Did to it? Chelsea went 1-0 up. Chelsea went 1-0 up, then he went 2-1 down. And then on the 85th minute, Alonso scored again. I watched that goal before. Keeper made a crack and save. Save and pushed the ball out. But Alonso's running in and heads the ball and was back and left. Got sent off in the Alonso. Who? Did Alonso get sent off in that game? No. Did anyone get sent off in that game? No. I feel like someone got sent off. No. How long do you think Frank Lampard will get then in charge? It'll give him another year with with uh, money. If he gets to the top four, I think he will, yeah. Because he then, keeps him where they are. They were talking about Marie and um, Solskjaer and him. So he's three points ahead of United now. He were fifth. And Wolves. Like he's getting he's getting this this talk that he's he's doing such a great job. Hmm. But in reality, is he really doing that much of a good job? Is he? Is he not? Just don't know, do you? Is, is it a case of um, Solskjaer's doing just as good as a job as, as Lampard? Is, is he getting all applauded to Lampard because he's actually currently in the top four, but he's still losing games, isn't he? He still is, yeah. What about the bottom three? That's the main one at the moment. Look at that. Bournemouth, Watford and West Ham are all on 27. And then below them, you've got Villa on 25 with the game in the hand and Norwich on 21. And Brighton on twenty eight. If the Seven if the title there. race was closer, this would be a great season. Do I you know what I mean? Want to be closer though? Well, I'll ask, I'll ask that question. But let's say, I mean, the whole league I'm talking about because there's a top four chase. You've got a um, relegation yeah, chase. What you're saying. Do you know what I mean? It was everywhere. It's not even top four. So you've got Sheffield, Sheffield. You've got um, Wolves, United, Arsenal now, Everton. Chelsea, these just, players are all... all just had a phone call. Uh, oh, the text off solo. Yeah. Listen to this. Oh, can we? Heads up, I might have corona. Wait until tomorrow to see if it's just a stomach bug, but I've got the symptoms. Hopefully it's just a bug, though. Ryan's put loads of laughing pieces, and he's put... Not joking, like... <laughs> Solo's been panicking about coronavirus for, uh, for like, as soon as it came out. He's thinking he's like he's, he's buying a bunker and everything. What's oh, the cost? So fucking mental. Six point nine billion people in the world and ninety thousand people have got coronavirus and everyone's lost the shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I'd be so a joke. So why does he why does he think he's got coronavirus? I don't know. He's just sad. <laughs> if I have, everybody probably has some sort of a virus. I don't know. Was he in hospital? Give me my mask back now. Robbie bought him a mask. It's not dangerous, but they were quarantined for two weeks. Oh, it's a joke. Um, so they were talking in work, and they were chatting about Liverpool's title win. Let's just say we'll, we'll win a title just for arguments. Yeah. Um, let's say just five games and we win it by a mile, by a country mile. Yeah. Hopefully, I'd like... Would rather win it by a country mile, or... <laughs> On the last day, the last kick. Like. Oh, I couldn't. I don't think my heart could take the last day. Die, definitely by a country mile. Like, well, I said this. It's like, would you rather win three 0 or one 0 And the lads were like one 0 It's like, well, you wouldn't, would you? You'd rather mm-hmm. win a counter. And you say it's boring watching them. No, it's Liverpool. not. Who said it's boring? It's just John and Chris who saying it's boring watching Liverpool because we're winning that counter. And I said, you guys are spoiled. That's your problem. Yeah. If you if you speak to any football fan, like who are who are getting beat, who are in the in the dumps, like Tramia, um, not doing well at all this season. Mm-hmm. And if you said to them, 
would you rather be having these fantastic games but getting beat every week or winning 3 4 nil, 5 nil every game? What would you say? And every time the answer's 3 4 5 nil. It's stupid to think like that. And but again, beat 3 4 5 nil. Yeah, yeah. You'd rather win at all costs than possibly win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when people were saying watching Barcelona, it was boring because you when you know when Pep was there watching them win. It was like watching fantastic football, but you knew the outcome was gonna be a win. If the outcome is a win, I will I'll be happy every time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, for me, watching football is about winning trophies, it's not about watching enjoyable football. I wanna win. If Mourinho's in charge Rafa to... wasn't enjoyable football, <laughs> but he got the job done and won won trophies, didn't he? Mourinho's not enjoyable football, but he won trophies. That's that's what you're in it for as a, as a football yeah. fan to Obviously, you want to see nice football as well, but ultimately, like that's why they play. They play to win, and you play to to lift that trophy. That's what you want. It to is. See. That's the whole point, isn't it? It's not as as you're saying. As we've just lost there for the first time of the season, but it's not about records. It's about winning trophies. Mm-hmm. I'd rather win. We'd rather win the FA Cup, which I don't think we're going to happen. The Champions League and the Premier League didn't go unbeaten all season because yeah. it's trophies 100%. in the cabinet. Yeah, and that is a record in itself. You know, we'd have seven Champions Leagues and. Six FA Cups or something like that, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, just, I just thought it was a mad theory, mad, mad way of thinking. I'd, I'd just, I'd like to see them win at all costs. But if you could pick, it'd be classy, sexy, three nil, four nil, five nil football. Yeah. And I think I, like I think everyone's like that though. Oh yeah. I would have thought. Well, most people, most normal people. Saying, like you said, you wouldn't want to be. All right. Last game of the season, I'm thinking, yeah, if it's a set. Even if it was going to be a set, last game of the season, there's no point because you know it's a set, so there's no um, fun in it. So if he's saying, oh, I would rather win at the last game of the season, but he knows it's going to happen. That's true, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you know it's going to happen, then why, why would you want that? Anyway, where's the elation in it? Because you know yeah. it's going to happen. So you're going to be celebrating all the way through anyway. And imagine like the unthinkable happened. That, that would kill you if like the whole Michael Thomas thing at Liverpool against Arsenal, when he scored against Liverpool... He lost the title in mm. 1990, wasn't it? Like, that'd be horrific. Like, I was only six then. Well, I don't remember it. But now, I'd remember it for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah, you'd never forget, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's, it's just a weird, weird discussion. You you want to win everything at all costs. You don't want you don't want to have a possibility of a win. Do you know what I mean? And everyone's saying, oh, you didn't go unbeaten, or oh, you didn't do this. You're going to be thought of like as the great one, of the greatest team ever for what you've accomplished because we're 22 points ahead and we might we might win it with. Piers Morgan was games. the first tweet. Oh, you can't be thought about as the best team in the world. Don't even talk about the same amount of wins as they had last last season. It's like and Klopp uh, came out in the undefeated. Yeah, Klopp came out and he said like, yeah, we can play more free flow football. We don't have to worry about records." And he's right. Like Arsenal had 12 draws in that you know, yeah. title win that season. And we've already got like by February the same amount of wins that they have had. Yeah. And there's still there was still eleven games yet left yesterday. Drew one game and lost one game. Yeah. Won everything else. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? City didn't do that. City lost what two games last season. Drew what was two games and drew. We can still have the highest scoring season, can't we? Points. Mm. Can we? I'm interested to see though if City get out knocked out. Of the Champions League, if the UEFA hold up the banner, this bank gets worth out. If they'll go to the fifth for Champions League and bump everyone down and six is UEFA and stuff like that. Well, he will, he'll have to. City can't go in it. So they'll have a spare Champions League space. See, they wanted to reform a Champions League and have a mini league before the Champions League, which is more games. The joke, I don't understand why they'd do that. 
Well, it's just Johnny Infantino wants to just mess with things that have John, Johnny Infantino is that his, his name, name yeah. Johnny Infantino he's the one that's the head of uh, FIFA isn't he Infant- oh yeah I didn't know his name was Johnny <laughs> George Johnny Infantino sounds uh, very very British he's Italian isn't he Infantino Infantino Beirucaio yeah Johnny Infantino oh Johnny if it's yeah. Johnny Johnny potato potato well, not really. Do you remember we listened to that <laughs> We're Alive podcast? Nope. We're Alive. We're Alive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at the very end of that, like at the end of the podcast, it always used to cut a new FIFA president coming up, Gianni Infantino, and that's how I remember his name because it used to tell me all the time at the end of the podcast. Uh, that's how I remember his name. didn't even know. Like um, thing. I don't really want to talk about Liverpool anymore. Okay. Anything else happened this weekend? I didn't. Uh, there was a big who about Tyson Fiori. Oh, I sent you this video, didn't I? Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Um, so, if anyone hasn't seen it, there's a big, uh, a big hoo-ha about Tyson oh, Fury and his gloves and all his fans, all what all, Dante Wilder's fans came out and analysed it and slowed it down and all this jazz. And they were saying that, you have to go watch the footage because it does look <laughs> weird, um, that his hands, Tyson Fury's hands, weren't gloves. They were in the, the wrist part of the glove. Mm. That's where his fists were. Because there's no padding on that side, and when he was punching, he was punching with that side of the um, glove, and he slows it right down as if his wrists. It's like a slap, isn't it? Yeah, I get slap. But then, like, I, I just texted you back with my salty fans or something like that. It's just, it just seems mad that that you you get beat and you automatically think of the first excuse known to man. Well, it's, it's, if he's made every excuse up instead of, do you know what? I don't mind. Wilder, but he's he's starting to do my head in a bit by making every excuse up. Just be like, right, you know what? I got beat. I got beat by the better man. Uh, I move on. Losing it, instead of saying, oh, the suit I was wearing was too heavy, but then you find out he was training in in the weight vest the same thing. Oh, he slapped me around instead of punched me. Oh, he hit me in the back of the head. So all this stuff happens in boxing anyway. Do you know what I mean? Just be like, fair enough. I fucking lost. So what? He's invoked his rematch clause. Yeah, as he did on Saturday, didn't he? Invoked it. But no one wants to see that fight. But at the same time. Uh, was it Frank Warren had a good point? Um, Joshua was fighting in June, June, July against well, whoever it is. Then I'll have Tyson Fury sitting on the bench just waiting. He needs to keep going, he needs to keep fighting until they fight at the end of the year. So, like, but the problem is now like, that's how he goes in against Wilder and he gets beat. It's like, well, he's beaten twice. That's a risk. But if you go right back to it, remember UFC, Chuck did that. Remember, he was he wanted the lightweight title off Tito, and he wouldn't Tito wouldn't fight him. So he took another fight, and he took another fight, and he beat both them people. And Dana White said to him, "Don't take these fights. Just wait for your shot. Because if you get beat, it's gone." He's like, "Nah, I'm not sitting around waiting." And Tyson Fury is the type of person that wouldn't sit around and wait. He want to yeah. go in there and, and knock people's heads off again. It was a big fight, though. He's, Tyson Fury is going to look at himself and go, "Look, toss them around the ring, hmm. seven rounds." And then 12 rounds, then it's about 7 rounds, or 15 hours, maybe. It's, it's it's easy, we'll go in and we'll do it. But yeah. it Same game then, plan, go for it again. It, it just takes one shot from Wilder to, to do it. But I don't know, we'll find out, isn't it? but for me, it's like, I don't want to see... As you say, nobody's it. asked about watching that again. For me, Joshua Wilder's a more interesting fight than Fury Wilder. Yeah, well, they haven't fought yet, have they? That's why. And they won't fought, fight, because... If Joshua gets beat, 
straight away it's well what's he got next after that he's got nothing after that has he that's it he's done he gets beat and the prize and he hands prize possession and his car, car is gone mm. you, you're not going to get back after that are you well if he gets beat, beat he's got to start at the bottom money start fighting bums again work his way up it's the only way it's going to but even then why would you do that why, why would Wow, it's not going to draw people, is he? It's not going to. I still think there'd be a big call for it. I don't know. So you know, I think if he starts, if you you would watch a fight, Joshua against the bum, would you? Because you know he's beaten all these bums before. So why would you? I, I don't know. It's languish. Isn't Daniel Dubois? I'm watching Daniel Dubois kill him, and then uh, he can retire. Then he needs to fight. He's got enough money now anyway. Yeah, they all have. They, uh, yeah, it's still not about money as well. The lovely game, man. Lovely game. I don't hate the play. I hate the game. Yeah, we'll see as the next coming months and weeks pass by and Tyson Fury gets announced. I wonder where it'll be. Saudi Arabia or something. Saudi Arabia has everything, doesn't it? Which one? Fury vs. Wilder? Yeah, It's got to be in America. You think so? No, it's definitely got to be in America. Eddie said on the radio. They asked him on Talksport this morning where was it going to be? It was just contracted to America, so it will be in America. Eddie Hearn doesn't manage. Sorry, yeah. The other one. Frank Warren. Frank Warren said it's contracted to. He signed it. He signed it Saturday. It's a contracted to America, so we'll have to be in America. He says. We, he, he, he was saying like he holds Fury holds the balls now, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's got the title. So it'll be a sixty forty split to Fury instead of sixty forty to Wilder now. Well, Fury do fifty fifty. He said. Did he? Yeah, he's not asked about the money. He's got enough money. He has got enough money, he doesn't need the money, but to be fair. That was the reason why they couldn't make a deal with Joshua. Because they wanted the 60-40 split, and Fury said 50-50. And I was like, it's got to be a 50-50 for that fight, because Fury's the lineal, still undefeated champion. Joshua's the champion. There's no one who's got a bigger pull. You've got to go 50-50 on that. He says, Fury, he says about, um, no one likes to watch a boring boxer. That's why he talks all this crap and stuff like that. He said... That's not how you sell a fight to be there and, and just box and win. Like the biggest boxers right, in history, could talk and could and could fight with the mouths. It's like the boring ones, like like Lennox Lewis, was a little bit before my time, but one of the greatest British boxers of ever. You don't really hear that much of him now, but as soon as Fury stops and retires, that will there'll be so much to talk about and videos rolled back and stuff like that. Yeah, it's because he's good chat. Conor McGregor is a prime example. Not the best fighter in UFC. Anyone who likes mixed martial arts can tell you that. But he gets the big fights constantly and he draws the big pay-per-view money. It's, 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 as you say, it's selling the fight, isn't it? Yeah, and that's exactly... So, so you coming in, calling people bums or dossers and, or giving them shit, kicking off. Dosser. More people want to see what goes on. I did the Diaz fight, as you were talking about McGregor then. And in the press conference, he was talking to... Um, it's like it's it's red pennies night. Conor McGregor's yeah. gonna make us famous. Everyone's laughing at what he said. I want to see this fight. I want to see it happen. Cerrone so, retaliated. Exactly. So he gets people's backs up, and then they start having a go at him. And then, and that's like everyone wants to see stuff like that. The whole Diaz fight. Diaz is like the prime, another prime example of trash talk. And he, Diaz doesn't give a shit, does he? Yeah. So he was throwing stuff at McGregor and everything. So that was perfect, perfect for fireworks. At the end of it, it was all like, you know what, good fight, well done, lad. Yeah. It was just to get the fight going. And McGregor. I think if, if Habib hadn't have been a bitch, at the end of it, McGregor would have said to him, you know what, well done, you know, we've made this, made the money in the fights. Because that's yeah, what he's McGregor quite... Yeah, McGregor would have stepped the line now with Habib and 
He called his wife a what was it like a, a towel or something. He's ear of a step. Like he, he really don't like each other and everything. He's insulted his dad, his manager, everything with Greg. And I know it's all business to him, but sometimes when he's do you, do you not remember far. before McGregor Chael Sonnen and uh, he went to Brazil and he called Anderson Silva everything under the sun and he had to take yeah, security to Brazil with him. They never made up hugged and kisses, did they? Chelsea and Anderson Silva hate each other. Well, Anderson Silva hates Chelsea. Um, but McGregor, I think he talked himself into the very first Aldo fight. I don't think he would have gotten that if he hadn't been the kind of character he was because he wasn't on a massive winning streak. I think he'd had like four fights and then he got a title fight and he just dropped them in 16 seconds. But like, that's the whole thing with Fury. He's even said he came here, started shouting his mouth, running his mouth so everyone hated him but everyone knew he was. And it, it's kind of turned around. I said, I don't know many people that's gone from the villain to the good guy, like I have. I and that's what's that. happened. He's he's come dressed up as Batman. He yeah. crashed, broke tables and stuff like that, just been stupid. And then everyone's like, who's this guy? Let's see what this guy's all about. And then started winning fights. And then grew up a little bit. Well, I wouldn't say grew up a little bit, just stopped it, won the title. And then everyone's like, oh my God, he's bossed this fella. You know? Mm. And then... As a public, a public himself in the face. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as a public, a big public um, problem that everyone knows about, and he's not afraid of telling people what's happened to him and where he's come from and how he's got there and what's happened to him. He's not afraid of he's not hiding from anything, so everyone feels a little bit more compassionate about him because you know he's in this pub, public eye. Yeah, mm. he's not the only one that's happened to. He's, he's yeah, if you need help, go and get your help, and it's probably like a really good thing for him to do. And he's come back and everyone's like, do you know what? What a guy, I want him to win now. And that's completely turned on his head. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> how how he has turned public uh, perception. Percept- yeah, perception, that's right. For, for, of him around because he just, he wasn't. He was a, a Manchester gypsy who fought, this was before he was massive, obviously, and talked a little bit. But as you say, then he, he started to open up and talk about his, his issues and and he really has like opened his heart to everyone, and people have related to you what respect he is. That. Yeah, and they do. You you look at it and you go, you know what, mate? Fair enough. You you really have you know before outperformed if you like. Mm. He said after the Glasgow cool fight, he, he knew he was gonna bomb when he when he went rock bottom because he, he worked and worked and worked his life towards that fight. He knew that that was what he wanted and that was what he was going to do and he, that was the pinnacle when he won that belt. He was like, well, what do we do now? And he knew, he said to Paris' wife, he said, that's it, I'm going to go, there's nothing for me to do, I'm going to explode. And he did and he went in this downward spiral and crashed and burned and and, and um, knowing that it was going to happen, he, he did it and it took him so much to get back. He ended up finding God and all this stuff and he's now turned his corner and he still drinks and stuff like, but it's all moderation now, isn't it? Yeah. It's all he doesn't, and I think he plays on it a little bit now because, like, someone interviewed him for a week and he said, "What are you going to do when you?" He said, "Prostitutes, mm. hookers, and cocaine." He said, and he was like, "Oh, you don't want me getting the thirty dollar hookers because that's exactly what I want." He said, "Take some paracetamol before you... because they're expecting it from him, so yeah, he's just giving yeah. him what he wants. He's not going to go after hookers and cocaine after that." No, like there's there's classic videos of him back in um, the World Cup walking down the road singing songs of football lads. You know what I mean? So he just seems like an everyday bloke, the guy next yeah, door. Yeah, does. You know, he'll go out for a beer, except he's six foot, what, six foot nine? Six nine, isn't he? And, and really a boxer. Yeah. He doesn't seem to, like, 
I don't know of the West way of putting this because I don't know whether I don't know Joshua by person, but it seems to me like fame went to his head a little bit. Yeah. And the money got to his head a little bit. Whereas whereas Fury is just like Yeah. Nothing's happened, nothing's changed, and he's still that same bloke who from Manchester who's there's clips you can see with Joshua in the streets and that, and there's clips of Joshua that you see in interviews and stuff, and it look he's got a proper mean side of him. So like, yeah, I've seen them. There's a clip of of Joshua and he's in a ring and he's interviewing this guy. And Joshua's not a small guy; he's six foot six, something. and he's standing in the ring, and um, the guy, he's, the guy says something to him, and Joshua just flips, and turns, and he's like dead serious. Like, get my ring, get my ring. And the guy doesn't know what to do. He's like, is he being serious? Get out of the ring. And he's like, ah, I'm just messing with yeah, you. And you're like, well, you know, I'm going to say. I don't think it's that bringing was the best. Josh, just to be fair, I think he comes from a council estate and he's had to work hard as well. He's just very polished. He's not yeah. the guy who's got, you know, mental, he hasn't said he's got mental issues and he's not had you know to what? go he's, through all this. He's a bit like Michael Owen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Squeaky yeah. screen, squeaky clean, whiter than white. That you know, butter wouldn't melt with Joshua, sort of thing, and that's how they made him, and that's what they did with Owen. He's manufactured, him. isn't he? Yeah, that's made right. him so that so that he is perfect in every way. You never see a bad thing about Joshua. He's not like never. Yeah, he's never out drinking or nope. you never catch him do anything stupid. That's the same thing. It's Amir Khan's missus. Was that one? Wasn't he apparently cheating on? Yeah, but no one proved that, did they? No, that's true. But yeah, he's you don't really hear about his personal life, do you? No. They keep that all quiet. That's all definitely and like, intentional. Like you look at Fury, he's a little bit rough around the edges. He kind of says what he thinks, and he hasn't got all this PR people behind him to say this and do that. And do you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. Joshua's got everyone behind him and telling him what to say and when to say it. And whereas Fury's a bit like not as polished as he? he's just no. like I'm me. Take me as you are. I am sort of thing. Yeah. No. Then. Oh, that was a long time about Tyson Fury. It was, it? yeah. We're getting into the boxing at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, starting to enjoy it. But that's what happens when you get the boxing and these big fights come up, you'll get into it and then... It disappears for six months yeah. because nothing happens. Yeah, yeah there's no... There's, the problem I found with boxing is that there's so much different types of the boxing that yeah. you don't know what to follow. Different weights, different... Uh, WBC, WBA, WBA... Yeah, federations. Federations, yeah, the law. It's too complicated. The, the weight classes are like so in UFC then if anyone knows in UFC you have um, 145 there's your pounds 145 and it, it was boxing's just so there's so many little intricates because it's been together for years, isn't it? And you can get and you can move weight within like a, a pound or so. Yeah, that's why you can have like cross like in a UFC like Conor McGregor <laughs> when he won um, the featherweight and he won the lightweight. That's a big difference. You know what I mean? It's ten pound difference. Hmm. Whereas in boxing, you have two pound difference. And then he went up from. Featherweight, lightweight, and then he fought at welterweight against Diaz, yeah. against Diaz, and against Cerrone, and that's one seventy from one five five to one one four five to one seventy is ridiculous amount yeah. of weight, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's all go up with UFC. It goes on height as well. Let's have a quick look. A lot. So like, like my height, I'd be like a um, a say a my weight now well my wouldn't but my normal weight I could be at like a, a 205 but I'm too small to be 205 so I'd have to shrink down to like welterweight put it into context a 145 which is featherweight 
um, your 10 stone 3, okay? 170, which is well to eight, your 12 stone 1. So two, else put two, stone, two stone on to fight in a different division. That's That's a lot incredible. of weight, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's probably muscle, it's not just Mackie's. Oh, of course, it's not just Mackie's, mate. It's all clean, fat, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's the differences. So you a two stone difference in the weight class. Whereas in boxing, it could be a two pound difference. Or... Well, BJ Penn's fought a heavyweight and yeah. lightweight. Yeah, and the heavyweight two is a maximum, eight. sorry, is a minimum. Of 18 and a half stone. <laughs> I thought it was max. 265, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Uh, it's a minimum of Two, 14 and a half. That's light heavyweight, isn't it? Yeah, so, so John Jones is 14 and a half stone. Oh, yeah. So that's... I Under think, 14 and a half stone. Yeah, I, uh, that's my weight now. 14 and a half. Yeah, right, John Jones is what? Six foot six? And, yeah, with, with 83 inch reach. And that I'm far too small to be fighting at that weight. Well, you're, so you'd be a middleweight. I'd have to be welterweight or middleweight. I, you're right. I think your height comes. Your height's well. a massive difference in it. So like you have tall welterweight. <coughs> yeah, welterweight. a tall gangly welterweight who could easily fight as a middleweight. What was um, oh, this fella's name? Super. What was his name? Superman tattoo. He fought at welterweight for years, and he ended up ended up at two hundred five. He was huge. Oh. Brian Stan. No, Brian Stan's always been two or five. Conan. Conan. Do you like them? Don't know. Well, I'll think of them in a minute. Oh, okay. I can't think of anything else, and can you? Is there anything mm-hmm. else you want to talk about? It's Anthony something his name was. Anthony Smith. Anthony Rumble Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to fight at weight, middleweight, at welterweight, and then he moved up to middleweight. Then he went up to like heavyweight. heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you get that that you get people who who are pushing the limits to try and get their body in at because they're tall, six foot three, six yeah. foot two. Would you have an advantage at that weight class? Of course you will, yeah. So like, um, Baron Till's done it, welterweight. Yeah. Pushed it, pushed it, pushed it until these weight cuts become too much for him and ended up having to just stop, stop pushing it and go to middleweight. And now he looks so much better because he's at more of a natural. And you're walking around at that weight as well, so you're not cutting, so you're not looking too skinny all the way through. And cut weight cutting's horrific on your body. Yeah, oh God, yeah, it's terrible. See what they do, yeah, sitting they do. in ice baths and. Do you sit in saunas and towels wrapped around the faces yeah. and stuff? That's what they reckon Tyson Fury did, didn't they? Do they? What, what they reckon is when he weighed in, he you told me he did he drink. Oh yeah, he drank like he twelve pints of water. Pints of water. But that's the opposite. He was always going to make weight. And then just pissed it all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, over the night just got rid of it all, just sweated out and stuff. But yeah, it, it, it fucks your body up, man. They were saying like, and there's a documentary about Chris Cyborg, and she just talked about her doing um, a weight cut, and basically all they do is cut um, water. Yeah, just, you know to, I mean? just get rid of water, isn't it? That's all they do. It just get, goes. So like, that's why sometimes you, see, you you don't see it anymore. They change the way the weigh-ins at the UFC. They weigh in a week before now. They used to weigh in on the day of the fight. But you'd see people at the... At day the, before. No, it was a week before the weigh-ins. No, they used to weigh a day before. Yeah, a day before, yeah, sorry. They'd be drawn, standing there. You could do yeah. people holding them up because they were that... Well, when Max Holloway fought, um, they were, he weighed in the day before and he looked goosed because he was so, you know... Yeah. Gone and, and then they could fight. The next, fight yeah, the next, literally the next day, they were such so much bigger. You could see they just put all the water yeah. back on again. It's basically it's cheating, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's basically cheating. It's just stupid. It's just what silly. It's like you shouldn't have to do that. 
you should be able to like just cut properly and you shouldn't have to cut too much yeah you should be fighting at the way you walk around that really should you just talk of like because Joe Rogan was talking about weight cutting and he has like all these new ideas and, and stuff and he's saying like you should have got should get weighed every three months and that becomes your natural weight therefore that's the weight class that you you know the closest weight yeah. class you go to to stop it all people die from weight cutting it's just disgusting right like that, yeah yeah I think we'll call it it's been a it's been a depressing weekend I know I was thinking about not doing it but then we get called out for not talking about Liverpool getting beat we talk about when we win we talk about when we lose yeah it's going to be done Um, Bruno Fernandes scored an absolute pearl as well didn't see that it wasn't an absolute pearl it was a good goal Um, as always I've been Ant and I've been Andy Um, we'll see you later bye. bye bye